Hello and welcome to Gotta Get Out of This Town. I'm as always incredibly depressed and with me another human being. Hello, I'm Genki and my name is Sybil. Adam was supposed to be here. He promised us he would be here and he is not, so we're calling you out, Adam. We're calling you out. You're cancelled. I wish that we had Adam's track. Hashtag cancel Adam. Any Adam, really. If you know another person named Adam, cancel them too. Uh, That's actually the plot of Evangelion. Uh, this is maybe the last one, or maybe there's another one, I don't know, of our episodes on uh, 2022, 2022, 2022 records. Um, Sybil was too coward to talk about uh, Tokyo Virus Love Story, so we're doing another record today. Okay, here is the problem. I enjoyed Tokyo Virus Love Story, but... The entirety of the album is in Japanese, Mm -hmm. so I can't speak on the lyrics. None of it is transcribed anywhere that I could find. There's no genius page for the band. No. Uh, The only one that I had anything to do that I could really dig into was the first track, Youth, which has a dual-language subtitled video. Okay. They they do sample a lot of JRPG soundtracks, no? I'm pretty sure that uh, they made a reference to either Near Automata or David Cage's Detroit Become Human in the middle of that song. I mean, there's definitely like a piece of Near Automata music there. Okay, I couldn't tell because when all they said was the robot faking insanity in that game, it could have been either. Fair. No, in the second track, there's literally a piece of, uh, not Near Automata, from the first Near soundtrack. Yeah, for what it's worth wholeheartedly suggest that you listen to Mizuhiro Inu's Tokyo Virus Love Story. Great sound. Loved it more than the record that we have actually jumped ahead to cover this week. Hey, I love you's psychokinetic love songs. Oh, you didn't enjoy this one? I think this one is fun. I guess this is like a a, a the best thing for you, or this is too, too cutesy for you. No, um... We'll get into it, but this album caused me physical pain in places. Oh no. Like, in a bad way or in a good way? Yeah, not in a way that I'm higher on it, no. Okay. I know that's my shtick sometimes, but not this time. Okay. Uh, Does Mizunaru Inu Tokyo Virus Love Story count as nerdcore? I think it does. I think it does. (laughs) I think when you are sampling and referencing video games regularly enough that I'm picking it out in the one track I can understand, yes. Also, instead of the shift lever, I grabbed my erect meat and left for parts unknown is a very nerdcore lyric. Uh, does Aesop Rock count as nerdcore, though? Since he does references um, popular media. 
He doesn't do it all the time, though. He has enough original work. Homemade Mummy alone puts it in original territory for me. It's nerdcore spectrum. I think you can be nerdcore influenced, but also hip-hop has been incredibly nerdy from the start. Keep in mind, multiple members of the Wu-Tang Clan were named after Marvel Comics characters. Do we, do we need a Kinsey scale for nerdcore? Well, you'd have to call it the Quincy scale because of Bleach. I, I, I never watched Bleach. I don't understand that reference, but sure. I'm making a nerdcore-like joke. Fair enough. Uh, my interesting real-life fact is that I bought pizza from Greg's and now I'm shitting everything that I have in my body out of my body. <laughs> it's the fact that you would say this on mic is what's surprising me right now. Oh, yeah, it's natural. Well, I don't think pizza from Greg's is natural, but the act of shitting is natural. Um... <laughs> It is somehow enhanced by the unnatural powers of Greg's pizza. Also, my whole room now smells like horrible pizza. <laughs> Better than smelling like horrible shits. <laughs> I, 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 I shit in the, the bathroom. <laughs> Look, you made it sound like you might have been hedgehogging. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog can't use toilets. It's canonical. Harry Potter wizards can use toilet. Many people can't use toilet. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of shitting where you eat. But anyway, let's talk about psychokinetic love songs by <laughs> Hey, I Love You. Best podcast intro ever. Chaos um. Reigns 2023. <laughs> Uh, I don't know much about the background for this record. Radio Music says that the dude who created this project, Caleb Haynes, was in um, in the band Home Is Where, that I very much like. But I think that's not true. I think whenever I read uh, lines up of Home Is Where, he's not there. Uh, huh. So I don't know why they wrote that on, the, on, his, uh, on his Radio Music page. Um... I don't know. Maybe there's some weird shit happening there, but whatever. Uh, anyhow, this was a record that a lot of people hyped, and I listened it once, and I was like, oh, this isn't that good. But then I listened to it a lot, and I think it's actually like quite catchy and nice, and it's actually one of my favorite records this year. So it sort of grew on me. It's, it's good. It's good. It's a good record. It's fun. I had fun with it. Mm -hmm. uh, it has a couple of stylistic choices I'm not super into, but good songwriting, I think. A lot of really good melodies on it. Um, yeah. Thoughts? It's, it's you hated a, this, apparently? No, it's a pleasant record. Uh, I think that it has a problem on a lot of tracks, which is something I've mentioned being a pet peeve of mine. When you glue what seems to be two or three different tracks or demos together and call it one song. I mean, I, I like that, though. That's prog, prog music. Prog music, they generally <laughs> flow into each other. On this, there are multiple tracks on this record that just take a hard left and never return to their original point. I mean, again, you're describing prog music. But it'll be part of a cycle. I'll get there. 
there's not what are you saying is there's not there's not enough narrative in this record yeah well we needed more fences put there by god you know what i think it would have pushed me up a point yeah <laughs> we needed more campus velarium i think we needed a bike who shit talked god Anyhow, do we want to start with track one, which is mostly a intro? Rebooting! fact i restarted my computer today and it wasn't restarting so that's, that's not great and uh, well i restarted the computer and it stuck forever on restarting and then i had to manually close it and whatever that's still not great it is not but it's all send me a new computer listeners otherwise the podcast will die I can help. No, you're not. No, we're unemployed for like a year. Don't, don't. It was three months. And three months is basically a year. You need, you need money for estrogen. Don't. <laughs> all right, all right. Just because I started trying to, you know, look into a local boobs not bombs chapter. What? Oh yeah, it's an actual thing where people will just. Make the uh, subdermal estrogen at cost and try and basically sell it at minimal profit to assist anyone in their area. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Good on them. Mm-hmm. It involves a lot of different communication over signal. Let's put it that way. Mm, fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the UK will soon have a gender border? We're going to build the gender wall. I mean, they tried doing that to Ireland, and I seem to recall it going very poorly for them. Look, we need a wall so all of the genders don't come to England. How completely off the rails this is going. I love it. I, I uh, it's not my fault if I have depression. Um, you can have depression and I'll be Genki. The, the game? Genkin Impact? Yeah, Genkin Impact. I'm going to play cards with you like I'm a 500-year-old Yu-Gi-Oh character. You're, you know, the problem is that they're adding a card game to that, and I'm like, oh, what? Card game? <laughs> yeah, they literally did. The, like, there's a children's card game you can play in that now. I know! I don't, I don't care about Genshin Impact, but I, I like card games, so I'm conflicted now. Isn't it great? Yeah. Uh, anyhow, rebooting is a uh, chip tune intro. It's fine. It has some cool. Uh, it has some cool like Japanese sort of like understated voice over stuff, but it's it's not. It's just an intro. That's it. It's very weird because I need to look up the artist who is on this. Yeah, they're only... Sh- Genius is pretty fucking terrible about Japanese. Because 
I don't know if Toboke Gao, the Japanese gentleman who is on this track, has a large history of music elsewhere, because the only song listed by them when I look them up is Rebooting by hey, I Love You. Yeah. You could try Googling its name. I could, but it's also spelled two different ways, and neither of them are in kanji, which is the way I suspect it would be. I found their SoundCloud. Maybe. Um, They are from Hokkaido, have a bunch of solo original tracks, albums, some kind of Splatoon cover. Oh, they do Game Boy chiptunes. Okay. That explains a lot. Yeah, no, nothing explains this more than Game Boy chiptune artist. And it's probably just the person they collaborated with. Yep. Anyhow, Rebooting is just a chippy little track that has uh, Toboke Gao read a letter that may or may not have existed before introducing the record. Yep, it's fine. Uh, honestly, I feel this record is at its worst when it does the chiptune stuff. Um... I like some of the electronic they use later in the record, but the chipstone stuff is very... It has been done. It's like a lot of the stuff, a lot of this... It, it They remind... A lot of when they do the chipstone stuff, it reminds me a lot of like early Anamanoguchi, and that's not good because they, they were always sort of like not great. Um, but yeah, I, I, the problem is that I have a lot of things that I don't like about this record, but I also really like the record. It's a weird thing. I think um, the songwriting, just the melodies and songwriting carries this through very much, even though a lot of the chiptune stuff is like sort of a bit too cheesy for me. Whatever. Um, it feels like we're going to land in very similar places on this, honestly. Okay, fair enough. Just for different reasons. What, what are your... I'm curious to see your reasons. Oh, you'll hear a few of them on the next track. Uh, the next track is Intrusive Thoughts Always. This has a... I like this. This is cool. This has some good, um, weird usage of piano. I, I think it's probably like a synth piano, but whatever. Uh, it has a cool riff and like a weird off kilter. Not quite emo, like in between emo and like power pop melody. I like this. It's a very cool, like understated indie rock song. Uh, it kicks off caught me at the intro and then it immediately starts doing one of the two things that I dislike most on this which is the songs will swing wildly to different genres as it goes from a strong intro into a surf rock vibe and this is when I started learning that the vocalist uh, once again Caleb Haynes yes Caleb Haynes sounds like a younger less hot Michael Stipe I, I I I I still of course you're into Michael Stipes, but I still disagree with Look, that. I have said it before. There is a certain 
type of silver salt and pepper facial hair that just gets me going. Gabe Newell, Michael Stipe. A How? Few what? Gabe, uh, Gabe Newell got hot. I disagree. He lost a bunch of weight, and he basically. I don't care about the. I don't care about the weight. I disagree about him being hot in general. He's basically a fucking witcher now. It's it rules. <laughs> you have a horrible taste in medicine. <laughs> I have a horrible taste in a lot of things, but I would go down on Gabe Newell. Okay. This, this is an episode. Um, yeah. What were you saying? Um, and the energy is all over the place. So we have a break by 2.15 where we return to chiptune sounds. And then the back half of this track involves a distorted screaming. And I'm fine with loud. I love Thursday. Something about the layers of effects they're putting on the screaming, the distortion on them added up to give me a massive headache over the course of this album. Yeah, the se- I, I like the, the... Yeah, there is this bridge, which is a weird heavy metal bridge, um, with, like, the guitar start going fast, and uh, it's the part of the song that I like the least. But the chorus is fantastic. It's a great understated vocal melody, and I like how, like, the effects there are on the voice on the chorus... And I like everything else. I agree that um, that that like bridge, that break slash bridge, is not what I would have done with the song. But it 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 has a good payoff because it goes into a more understated version of the chorus, and then it goes up again in energy. So I don't know. It makes sense structurally. I also I just find it. We we discussed this in. Um, another record already. I think we discussed this with Origami Angel when we're like a very soft, like emo-ish band goes into like a heavy metal shouty break. It always feels ironic and like sarcastic in a way that I'm not into because it fe- that's the one bit of the song that feels very much too off, off tone to really work for me. But the song as a whole, I think, is good. I think the chorus, like, really makes this song, because it's a really good chorus. Hmm. Anyhow, talking about the headache that you've got listening to this song, the next song is Stress Headache! Exclamation point. We build the city on rock and roll. <laughs> okay, I have. This is Jesse's girl. <laughs> that true. This is another song that feels very off tone for the record, but I don't hate her. This is straight up a hair metal ballad. Not hair metal. Like, this is straight up a hair metal song. This is AOR, yeah. <laughs> and it's not bad. 
I enjoy it. It's just like, yeah, if we built this it's, video It's perfectly competent, but yeah. Bro. I wish that I had your headache. <laughs> but again, it's competent for what it is. Again, Caleb Haynes writes some really solid vocal melodies. This is really enjoying, enjoyable. What, what would you classify this record genre as? Power pop with emo influences and bit pop influence. I would go. I would go with. So, in that case, I'll get into it a little more on the next track. I don't know how to classify this. This feels like a collection of EPs shoved on a record. Yeah, like the. the I think late... that's a very like pop, like indie rock slash power pop. Really. Okay. I find it very hard to classify what they're doing, and I think that's part of why I can't condemn it, but also I don't enjoy many of those tunes. Many of those turns. Have you ever listened to um, Glass Beach? No. They, they take a lot from Glass Beach, which I would maybe recommend. I think they... Honestly, I think Hey, I Love You does that kind of, like, chill, electronic-y pop better than the debut record from Glass Beach, but uh, they're on the same thing, basically. Yeah, Stress Headache, uh, probably in my top three solely because I didn't have any weird twists or vocal effects or anything that was stabbing at my brain. I just straight up a 80s hair metal song. At some point, they scream guitar, and then there's a guitar solo. Yeah. Which is <laughs> funny. It was a good bit. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Glass House. chunk of the record feels like it's on the verge of going fast and having energy at any time but never pushes through it's like the album is in second gear third at most i don't think this song is meant to have energy this is very much a mood piece like there's a lot of very understated stuff going on and there's a lot of like just chill atmospheric bit i don't mind this this is a this is a good vibe and it doesn't go all over the place like other song. It just has like a like this melody that it just jumps around a bit, but it has this consistent like chill guitar soundscape with like small electronic bit going on. Well, like uh, Glass House, it's probably a one twenty speed, but 
then we kick off with the distorted vocals and start shifting around because they're trying to go for an oh no it's scary by the end but it's weird because you shit talked me going how do you dislike this this is prog rock if I'm not calling this prog rock. I'm saying that I'm saying that the things that you dislike in this record are things that you like in prog rock. Well, no, no, no. Part of what I want to mention is nothing ends because a lot of the tracks play into each other. Like Glass House goes directly into the next track, Dreaming, which would have just been a coda to a prog rock track. That's fair. It's weird that sometimes they split it and sometimes they don't. I like Glass House because it's vibey and it has uh, a circus music bit when there's like a trombone going, and that's good. And then we go into Dreaming. enjoy dreaming it's one of my top three tracks oh really it's one of my bottom tracks for the record i don't like them when they do the chill chiptune stuff it's straight up just an instrumental piece with a chill little tinkly sound and a drum machine over it yes it's the the soundtrack for steven universe i'm gonna be honest not, not literally but it sounds like the soundtrack no no, no, no. i'm universe. just you said that and i can't think of any of the tunes from that other than like the opening song and the giant woman song because oh i'm talking about ta- yeah not not the not the sang song i'm talking about the instrument like the soundtrack soundtrack i don't think i could name a single bit of what the soundtrack design on that show was but i only got a little ways into season two before the schedule screwed with it too much yeah that's i haven't watched all of it I, I sort of go up on it eventually. And then the internet got really weird about it, which make me like take like ten steps back. I I was enjoying it and I was like, oh I'm not I'm gonna watch more of this when it finishes. And then the internet got ve- very weird and like angry about it, and I'm like, I'm not getting into this again. <laughs> Anyhow, this is a general message for the internet. Um it's fine if you watch, like, children's cartoon. They can be fun. They can be interesting. Don't... Don't expect children's cartoon to have the, like, depth of of leftism practices that you would give to, like, reading the capital. Like, why are people like that? Hey. I don't get it. Hey, Ellie. You know what just came out this week, right? I I don't care. The adult cartoon for mature adults, Velma. All oh, right, I I saw the screenshot of a uh, of some joke about Me Too on Twitter. Oh, it's so much worse than that. But I'm just saying, maybe the children's part is not the problem. I am just saying, we all live in hell. Um, yeah. Better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven. Disagree! We live in hell! 
the person who reigns in hell is Elon Musk. Do you want to be Elon Musk, Sybil? Do you want to spend your day? Do you want to spend your day on Twitter talking about pronouns while you have millions on 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 your person, literally? I look. If I could go walking around New York City with the apartheid emeralds in my pocket like I was Dr. Fucking Robotnik, sure, I might take that No, to you. I'm not saying that you have the money of Elon Musk. I'm saying that you, you need to get the money and personality that comes with being a billionaire. Do you want that? Honestly, it's a coin flip, because on the one hand, that man is too stupid to know how hated he is. But on the other... The Dave Chappelle incident clearly broke him. Yes, a, a lot of things broke him. It's anyhow. Um, the next song is "Psychokinetic Love Song." another good one half good <laughs> what do you like about this like here are my notes i wrote a few notes okay this is a good start yeah i like this god damn it 145 does a swerve into bad distorted funk tracks and staticky screaming so many effects are overlaid i have an actual headache I like that you cannot hear anything in this record. It's great. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. When when a song causes me physical pain, it means you have done something weird in your mastering. I'm out. I, 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 I this didn't cause physical pain to me. I like how lo-fi it sounds. I think if this was more polished, it would be a lot more unpleasant for me in that it would sound very... A lot, like, a lot of these melodies are sort of cheesy, but they work in this, uh, the context of this um, very lo-fi production for me. And again, this is like a very quick track. Like The track is really only two-thirds of it at the song, and then it goes into an a electronic code, which I could take and leave... But the the rock bit, like the rock songwriting, is solid. I I like the I like the melody. I like the chorus where it's like na 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 na. It's good. Um, hmm. two thirds of it I'm fond of. Yeah, the the code is whatever. I I I feel you put a lot more value, like critical value, on the weird codes that sometimes artists do than I do. That. Yeah, it exists. It's not my favorite thing that they go into Descending Coda, but it doesn't ruin the song for me. And it connects very well to the next song, which I really like. Mm -hmm.
And we go to Machine. This is maybe my favorite song on the record. This is where I feel the electronic bits are more interesting than just being um, like cheap toony bit pop stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this feels like a lot of like modern, n- not quite, but this feels like a sort of reworked version of a lot of uh, modern like Japanese R&B, um, which is something that's more in my ballpark than just straight up chip tune. And that's good. I-, I like it. It has a good chorus. I like how it goes from this like very artificial electronic uh, intro to a full on rock song. Um, that still has a lot of effects. Um, it's fun. It's a fun song about being a machine, question mark. As the title says, machine, question mark. I mean, it's about dissociating. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did write at one point, I see why Ellie loves this band. So I get it. Yeah. That's good. I, I, I like songs about being miserable. I get it. I am an early Cure fan. I still have a lot of music that I listen to these days that has that kind of vibe. The last Church's album was so huge for me because it is just straight up diving into misery and pain in a way that you don't usually get. Or I don't usually get. I like Machine. It is my number two song on okay. the record. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a solid song. That's a cool, like, a lot of the songs have, like, the breaks or bridges or solo are sort of disconnected. I think this is a really cool instrumental bit. When it's almost a guitar solo, but there's a lot of like chill stuff going on with the electronics and stuff. I think near the end of like this really cool like chill instrumental bit that's very solid, and it goes into a more dramatic ending, which is cool. Fits the song. Yeah. Um. This one starting off the way it did allowed me to just kind of breathe for a second and think about this, and I. There are ingredients on this album I know I like in other bands. But I was about a minute in when I realized I couldn't tell how I felt about this track because I kept waiting for the turn. And then it happens a little after, but it hit for me. The song went on almost one track for the entire thing, building. And other than the screams at the end, the screams and distortion effects, that's the only thing that docked this from being my number one song is this is a... This felt like a coherent whole. I love it. Yeah, it's a good song. Favorite song on the record. I really like it. And then we go into The Tempest. And then right after I spent the last track going, yeah, you know, I can't tell how I feel about this. I know I love these elements elsewhere. What the fuck is this band doing that we just have a Beethoven piece remixed slightly? This is 
very blatantly Sonata Number no. 17, Tempest, but done in a different remixing of the aspects of that actual Sonata. I mean, that's fair. I, I don't know. I, I guess they thought it was cool, so they it, put it on here. It's such a bizarre album because I don't know what's happening at any moment. I mean, is it good? Overall, I enjoyed this track. Yeah. I mean, it is good. It's a good version of that. Um, I don't, again, I don't know enough of classical music to be really critical about it. I'm an ignorant modernist, um, but I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's a Beethoven song. It goes... Let's go... I don't know what it has to do with any of the rest of the record, I agree. Yeah, it's just... But it's, it's, just not, a, it's, not, it's not bad. No, it's it's well-played electric piano. Just... Why? I don't know. You could ask this about a lot of things. Why? Yeah. Why music? Why is music? I mean, I have question about the next track, but we'll get there. Okay, the next track is... Human. Exclamation point, sorry. Human exclamation point. Mm-hmm. questions do you have about this? Trans song? Trans song? <laughs> I mean, this is fifth wave emo, technically, so it, it's um, inherently queer, even I don't know, I, I don't know what levels of queer are the people in the band. I mean, the opening lines do have a very, hmm, vibe. Uh, yeah. I... I really dislike the sentence from the song. I like the song overall. The sentence is that kind of like bit poppy electronic. That's not, I don't think, it's a bit too cheesy for me. But I like the song, but just that. Do, 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 uh, uh. But uh, this has a very cool, cool chorus at least, which works. It's. Overall, it had me until 2.30 where the chorus came in, but it got me back afterwards. Now you don't like the chorus of this? Didn't didn't try for me, but that's, again, the only negative I had, other than this being kind of a part one song since it goes directly into the final track. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the, the chorus has very much like anime intro vibes, um, and the song as a whole feels like the most emo song of the record. Like this is the one, especially with, like with the um, voiceover stuff and how a lot of it is structured. It very much feels like this is the one that mostly feels like an emo song with uh, bad sense. Um, what do you think about uh, the, the the break near minute two forty, where there's like angelic choruses going on? 
Yeah, I, I think I lumped that into these notes with the part where the chorus came in and I kind of turned on it for a second until it returned to original speed. Fair enough. I like the song. It's cool. It's also, I don't like the sense on it, but what you gonna do? I think I don't have as many problems with the instrumentation as you do. Uh, uh, yeah, and I don't have as many problems with them switching genre as you do. It's different takes. That's exactly it. I think I think both of us like this, but have a definite nitpick that the other doesn't. Yeah, I really like all of this. I just think that the chip tuny bit, bit, bit poppy synth uh, sometimes work. I like machines. I think the the, the electronics of machines are really cool. I think like in this one they they sort of. Uh, Pass the threshold of being cool, and they go into Anamanoguchi zone, which you don't want to go there. No, but um, the Anamanoguchi zone was selling for four bucks on Steam the other day. <laughs> what? The the Scott Pilgrim game has been re-released and was on a massive discount. I don't like beat-em-ups. I think I've come... Like I feel like there's... Uh, especially when you're... Uh, I don't know, when you're learning about video games you're like everyone that's old like you loves beat-em-ups like scrolling beat-em-ups so if, if you're getting into video games you feel like you have to love them too but i think i am now at 30 years of old age and they can freely fully say and accept I don't like scrolling beat-em-ups. I think they're sort of boring. Okay. So yeah, that's that's my coming out. That's my coming out. Uh, please thank me for... Please congratulate me for being so brave and coming out with this. I'm very glad you were able to speak your truth. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about how that was one of the weirdest things at the last job after I came out? Oh god, were they weird about it? No, no, no. There was just... I suspect there's some piece of media or some commentator or whatever that passed me by as someone who was always a little more queer than standard. Because within the first month of going by Sybil at work and preparing everything, I just kept hearing multiple co-workers saying, It's so great that you're able to live your truth. It's like, what? I hate that! That fact. But they all the used that exact phrase, which made me wonder. Yeah, I, uh, uh, which is the worst phrase possible. I hate that. It, it's bad. Live your truth. Uh, first of all, we live in a post-truth era. Uh, truth doesn't exist. Um, second of all, fuck you. Gonna kick you in the balls if you say that to me. Live your truth.
the last track is shutting down. It's an outro. I don't care about it. Um, it's fine. It closes the record. Yeah. The outro of Human went right into this. Uh, it's a good sound. Had some Did You Sample Chrono Trigger effects in places. And then it turns into a bunch of energetic drum and bass. Mm-hmm. Like, you thought, oh yeah, shutting down, it's winding down. No, we're gonna just have a mini chiptune rave for a second. And then, there's over a minute of, look, we reprised the track, but it's 8-bit now. Yeah, it's do 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 from the other song. That's fine, it's it's, a, it's an outro. I, I care little about these. This is the most egregious a bunch of things glued together track for me, because... The outro coming out of human sounds like a final track and an outro to the album. And then you pump the energy and then slow down. I feel you like I, I feel I like the concept of a bunch of things glued together way more than you. I, I like when a bunch of things are glued together. I think it's fun. Same song, different chorus. Anyhow, this is the record. I enjoyed it. Like, I talk a lot of shit about it, but it's a good record with good vibes and some incredibly good, I feel like, just vocal melodies writing. Uh, good lyrics about, like, big feeling like shit, which is always a plus. It's good. I, I, again, it's one of those records that just grew up on me, like, grew on me, or whatever is the English word for it. Um, it's... I, I've listened to it a lot last year. It, it, it's comfortable and nice and cozy, even though a, lo a lot of bits are not perfect. So, I enjoy this. I had a lot of fun with this record, Physical Pain Aside. It's a good album. I would give it my recommendation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the episode? I think this is the episode, which means we will be returning to our standard format next week. So this was an episode. If you want to support us, we don't have a Patreon, but goodbye. <laughs> See you That's next it. time. That's it. That's it. Oh, at least got the depression again. Yeah? Did I ever have that? I'm sure there was a song. Like I've got the time to stick around. I'll catch my flight like a pop pocket and get out of this town. What's on your mind? There's no point left to keep your image down. Let's terrify.